if you want to stay in the same situation, then continue doing what you're doing. And you guys can get on board and go down this four-lane highway and just rock it out, and you don't have to have a decade of learning process. Meet people where they are. If you want to have all types of clients, be a Rubik's Cube. Meet them where they want to be met. We have to know our numbers. We have to know how much we want, and then what, how many deals do I have to close to make that a reality? What I want to do over the next half hour or so is give you clarity on the items that really are going to generate money for you and allow you to do the things you want to do. So if you're not currently being coached by the people in the industry that are doing it at the highest level, then you're working too hard to get there. This is the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast with Kenneth Travis and Sean Zalmanoff. Hey everybody, Sean Zalmanoff here with my man, my partner, Kenneth Travis. Welcome to this edition of our Next Level Loan Officers podcast. KT, how are you today? Oh man, I'm, if I was doing any better, I couldn't stand it. What's happening? We are joined by Alan Christian. Alan, thank you so much for joining Glad us today. To Glad to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Alan, where are you from? Uh, from the Atlanta area, officially north of Atlanta, a place called Roswell, Georgia. Roswell, Georgia. Yeah. That's a cool place. Now, if you guys don't know, Alan is in our top producers huddle with uh, Next Level Loan Officers. He's actually um, one of our many rock stars. He is someone that is an implementer. He is someone who takes the bull by the horns. Uh, that's a Texas thing, Sean. You wouldn't know anything about that. Um, he's definitely taking the, uh, taking the bulls by the horns, and he's just has some really interesting things to share with us. Wouldn't you say, Sean? Just to how he grabbed those bulls by the horn. Okay, by just making horn. sure. Um, yeah, no, he's, he's got some amazing things to share. And what Alan has done to implement in his business over the last six months, but really the last three or four that is gaining some serious traction is, uh, is going to be very exciting for y'all to hear and share with really two main strategies that he's been focusing on. But before we get into all the good things, all the glory and, and where Alan's business is heading, Alan, is this an easy business? No, I'd love to say that it is, but it's not. It's fun right now. I'm having more fun right now than I ever have. But no, you've got to continually grow and change and sharpen the saw and continue doing that. But, you know, any business is going to be that way. So, you know, it's, it's, it is work, no question about it. Yeah. And how long did you say you were in the business? I've been over 16 years in the industry. Wow. Okay, cool. Me too, man. When did you get in? Yeah. Uh, oh. February uh, 14th of 2002 or three. Well, at 2000, basically 2000. I went on my own in 2002. Okay. I've been a broker since awesome. 2002. Cool deal. Nice. Yeah, we were all right at the same time. Sean, Sean, you've been in the business for six months. How long have you been doing this? Six <laughs> months and closing more loans than you. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, January 2002, I was... You know, I beat you out by a little bit there too, huh? <laughs> uh, so, Alan, you, uh, so you, you've been a broker. You've been doing it on your own for yep. a long time, and uh, you've been through some shifts in the industry. We, uh, you know, 2018 was, uh, was definitely a unique year for all of us. Yep. And, you know, we were, uh, we were just discussing, you kind of hit the reset button. So what were you doing before? What did you hit the reset button on, and, and what does that look like for where you're heading now? You know, I, I was on my own for many, many years and then got in and got a part of a, a different coaching group and was, I came in and I was trying to build a team. And I think I got, you know, maybe some 
uh, not perfect advice. And I had started hiring some people. I started pulling out of my business, kind of letting, thinking I was going to let them just run everything. And my business actually went backwards. Um, and I had to literally come back in and say, you know what, the, the industry's changed. Uh, the market's changed right now. Uh, and some of the things that I thought were going to be working, it was almost a pie in the sky for me. It's like, I've still got to be involved. So I literally, my business actually went backwards and I had to come back in and say, wait a minute, these things that I was, was hearing, actually, they're really not working. I was, I was, you know, hook, line and sinker in it. But when I look back about six months later, I said some things are not happening here. And I got back on the phone with some of the realtors I was working with and asking, you know, what's happening? What is your perception? And when I had to let one of the employees go on my team, some things didn't go well, but I called and they said, well, Alan, you completely disappeared. You had some people come in. We heard a little bit from you, but they were not happy. And I realized I disengaged way too much. So my business went backwards. So I had to come back in and literally say, you know what? I'm going to kind of draw a line in the sand. I need to recreate myself, look at my process and my systems and look at what I am great at. Why do people come to me? Why do people come to my team? And I need to focus on that. And I need to go back in and look at my system and hire the right people and build up my team. And I'm still in the process of doing that right there. And then I had to look and say, what am I doing marketing wise to market myself? What, you know, what was not working, you know, making 40 phone calls every Monday, which is what every coaching group is doing. And some of my realtors that were friends said, Alan, stop stinking calling me. And then I backed up as, you know, I hated doing these. They didn't like hearing them, but I had to regroup on a lot of the marketing things I was doing. And I've been in the business for a while and I'm a little bit older for some of the folks in the industry, especially on this call. And I said, you know, some of these things that may have been working 10 years ago are not cutting edge. And I need to learn some new things to change the way I'm doing my business. And some of the things that you guys have taught me Literally in like probably the last three months or so, I came back in from an event in Vegas and said, you know, I don't know how to do this. I'm uncomfortable doing it, but I have got to make a change. And some of the social media things and the video things y'all taught me about, I came back in and just said, you know what? I don't care what anybody says or thinks I'm going forward. And it was uncomfortable at first. <laughs> I'm more excited right now and I'm having more fun right now than truly I ever have in business. No kidding. You know, one of the things that you said earlier on, and that, that was all amazing stuff you just shared, uh, but one of the things that stuck out to me the most is I took some advice from some people that what wasn't the best for you. <clears throat> and man, and I don't want to beat a dead horse on this because I've said this on our podcast before, is that when you start listening to people who are not in the mortgage business and or in the trenches, doesn't mean that they don't have value to give. Okay. I do believe they do give some value, but when you don't have that perspective of actually being in the trenches as the market shifts and changes, and you don't have that perception of like how things really are on right. a day to day basis, uh, your advice is not always solid. Right. And I think a lot of loan officers and sometimes are hurt and, um, and every loan officer is at a different place in their business. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so like, you can't teach this, Hey, let's call agents every Monday uh, and call, you know, 40 agents or 50 agents in today's marketplace. I just don't believe that. I'm a firm believer. Now, if you're a brand new loan officer to the market, then yeah, that may, that may work better for you. Right. You have no budget, literally no budget and you're brand new to the business. Yeah. That may be a, a good strategy for you. 
But I, what, what, I've, what I've taken from calling agents on Mondays from veterans like yourself is, man, all you're doing, Alan, is calling them to remind them that they don't have business. Just oh, my gosh. That is so spot on. That, I had no idea. I thought I was calling for them to build that relationship. But then when y'all said that, y'all said it, and the light went off. I'm like, holy crap, when my account rep calls me, and wants to come by and asked about business. I'm thinking, okay, I didn't send you 35 deals this month. I only sent you 20. I'm a loser. And I'm calling these realtors. And right now, if they're not busy, I'm reminding them they're not busy, which actually all of a sudden, here's a negative. I've got to admit, I'm not doing a good job. And oh my gosh, that changed completely. Yeah. yeah if you haven't, oh, go ahead, Kate. No, go ahead. Well, I'm just, you know, if you have an agent that's doing 20 deals a year, I mean, they can be making a lot of money and they're a great referral source and you can still make them feel terrible by calling them. Oh yeah. Uh, there's, there was a couple of things you said, um, that, uh, that reminded me of a couple lines that we use, you know, we're a lot more important than, uh, than we think we are at times. Now, sometimes we have to trade loan officers, branch managers, people who are doing everything that you're not as important as you think you are that, you know, there's some tasks that you have to offload, but none of us, are so unimportant in our business that we don't matter that we can just send it in, give it all to somebody else and not be there for them. And so, you know, there's a point where you have to understand and we all have to, that, that we're very important and vital to running our business and we have to be involved in it. Otherwise it's just slowly going to fade away. Right. Yeah. I couldn't couldn't agree more, man. I think that, you know, and, and I lived in that world for a little while too, Alan, like exactly what you said, like the realtors were like, KT, you just disappeared. And I didn't disappear for a little while. I disappeared for like two years. Yeah. And I was 100% out of my business and it worked for a while. But as time went on, what I realized was that the realtors did start missing me. And, and, and the people that I put in charge to be that person that I used to be, right? They didn't do as good of a job as I did, even with me trusting them to do it. And even me sometimes verifying it, not as consistently as I should have, over time, I was losing relationships that had taken me 12 years to gain. Yep. yep. And because I had this idea that I don't need to be involved with my business and I can set it and forget it and it'd be on autopilot and man, I would do, and I'm going to tell you, man, that's a dangerous place to go. It's a very yep. dangerous place to be. Now, I can still... Does it work? Yes. I'm, 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 I am involved with my business. I talk to my clients. I have a process for that. We're not here to cover what all that looks like for us today, but we coach this in our next level group, our top producers group. And we dig into how we do it because it is, you know, at the same time, like as one individual loan officer, it's important to have a team because oh, if you're yeah. a jack of all trades trying to do everything, when you get to you know, a certain number of loans a month, you're going to start dropping the ball and there's going to be collateral damage and you're going to lose relationships anyway. So right. that we have this loan partner and we have this person, loan officer assistant helping us or an office person helping us get things done. We're all for that. We're all about delegating and putting tasks on people's plate. We're just more specifically saying, don't go Casper the ghost on people, right? You still have to have a level of participation in your business and a level of engagement with your realtor partners, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, to be long-term successful because I went the other way, dude. I skipped out for about two years, maybe a little longer. 
and I had to come back to it. And I went on this thing called an apology tour, right, in my local market. And I went around and I had made an apology to the realtors that had been beside me, man, for years. And was like, yeah, I'm sorry, I kind of skipped out on you. You know, and I had 25 loan officers working for me. Um, thought that that was the model that I wanted to go with. And what do you think happened? The market starts to shift, right? And as the market starts to shift and you have all of these loan officers that are representing you or under your umbrella and the market shifts and they're not prepared for it, well, what happens? You got to start making adjustments, right? And then your priorities start changing. And so I would say that like for you, tell us like what it looked like for you when the market started shifting, right? Like what, like how did, you know, how did that pan out for you? Not well. Things started slowing down. Uh, the, the amount of referrals I was getting was not as strong. But my realtor partners weren't as busy either. And when I called them and they were honest, yeah, I'd, I'd love to send you stuff. It's not there. So the things that I was doing was not getting me results. The calls, the some of the coffee appointments I was working on, some of the things I was doing at that time just weren't getting the results. And I said, I have got to change the markets changing the way people are marketing and building their business i've got to do something different because what i've been doing and what i've been told to do is not getting the results that i thought it would so i just i had to make some changes in my business you mentioned the the next level event that we had in las vegas last year yeah and you said that uh you heard some ideas that made you incredibly uncomfortable and another principle that we live by yeah is man real growth happens where you're most uncomfortable. <laughs> no pain no gain <laughs> so, so alan you decided to get really uncomfortable and do two major things in your business that uh that we've gotten to witness over the last five months and uh and tell us like what what were they first of all and what are you starting to see from that the two things that i started doing is I had never really focused on social media. I, for whatever reason, I just never really looked at it, never paid that much attention to it, didn't really want to embrace it. I was kind of nervous to put my picture out there, but you know, open in my personal life. So I had not touched social media and I had not been doing videos. I had signed up for BombBomb a couple of months before, but just never did anything with, not much with it. But when I came to that event and y'all shared some stories about it and Shane got up and shared some tips, I just didn't know what to do. But y'all shared tips on social media, how to handle the personal Facebook page, how to do brand ambassadors, how to tag, how to, I mean, the whole scenario, I just didn't have a roadmap. I mean, I really did not. So I came back and said, doggone it, I'm gonna start doing it. And that first video, when I did it, I was, I literally, before I pushed the, send button i was sitting there thinking what are they going to think about it what, what are they going to what's my and i finally went and did it and now i've done a bunch of them and a bunch of them I, i'm almost at a i'm almost at a thousand it since november i know that sounds crazy but last friday i think i did 54 just that day i mean it's just i've got a setup now i know how to do it I can send a video out faster than I can do an email. I have got it down. And I walk in now on my team, when I walk in the office, I've got a list of here's the, you know, mortgage coaches I need to do. Here's the clients they need videos for. And I literally walk in and pull out my mic and I set it up and it's just boom, 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 boom. And the responses that I have gotten since November as I said, I am as happy now with what I'm doing and the way I'm building my business in just a cool, 
uh, soft sales, kind of a backdoor approach was the way I'm going about it through social media. I'm having more fun now. And it's, I am more excited about where I am today and where we're going this year than I ever have been in my business. Now we're talking, uh, just for you guys that are listening, we're talking about organic social media is what Alan's referring to. Yes. Uh, we're not talking about paid advertising. That's a whole nother topic. That's a whole nother world of, uh, of marketing. Uh, this is free advertising that we're talking about. And this is about making yourself a celebrity expert authority in your marketplace that we talk about in our top producers huddle. And, um, and Alice, Alan, you also talk about like rebuilding, man, like, dude, and I'm telling you, man, like we're all, I feel like, like, I feel like I've, I've been rebuilding like a good portion of half, half of last year was, KT rebuilding. It's humbling, but yeah. it's real. It's real. Yeah. It's real. Yeah. Market shifts, man. Things start changing for you. You've got to adapt and overcome. And, and so that's what, uh, that's what we did as well. So it's even refreshing for me to hear that, you know, that I'm not the only one that's gone through those challenges as yeah. well. And you, we've heard every, uh, we've heard many loan officers, a dozen or more of loan officers share a similar story. And, you know, if you're listening to this and it resonates with you, like you're not alone, right? And uh, I think more now than ever are the, some of the best opportunities that we have is being present in our business. Doesn't mean we can't delegate the 80% and the heavy lifting, yeah. uh, maybe even 90%, right? Uh, I delegate as much as I can, but at the same time, I'm a participant in my business, right? Uh, I'm not working in my business. I'm working on my business. I still have this overview of what's going on. I trust and I verify and I'm, I'm partaking in that on a, every, on a daily basis. And guys like us, Alan, we have to live by schedule, right? So uh, share with us a little bit about what your day looks like. And, and for those that are listening, man, let me tell you, Alan's closing business, right? From where he was to where he is today, he's doing a lot more business. And it's, you know, he, uh, and I'll let uh, Alan, I'll let you share what your numbers uh, were for last year and what you're on track for and what you, you know, expect to get done this year. And it's impressive. Like it's not, you know, it's not unimpressive by any means. So, uh, so sh share a little bit with us about what your schedule looks like and kind of where you're heading, like where, what your trajectory is. Thanks, Ken. Um, you know, last year, and my business went backwards. I mean, I was doing more volume, brought in a team, then I pulled out, so went back. So last year I was at 84 units. Um, right now I've got 11 units closing this month. Is that killing it? No, but remember, I went backwards. So I expected, you know, minimum right now is just hitting 120. But a part of that is, I'm rebuilding my team. So I want to do that with controlled growth to make sure my processes and systems are nailed down because I also know you can start growing too fast and all of a sudden lose some of those new relationships that you build because you can't stay consistent with that. So I won't slow steady growth with what I do. But, um, you know, my day, I've got, I'm married. I've got four young kids that are at home. So I've got a busy schedule at the house. Um, I typically get up. I'm an early riser. I'm up at 445 to 5. And that's just kind of the nature of who I am. I like to go to the gym first thing in the morning. Uh, a couple of days of the week, I take a couple of my kids to school. But I like to get in early in the morning. And normally when I walk in, I try to plan my day the night before. So I know each day what I'm going to be doing. The wonderful thing is um, Becky on my team, truly when I come in, she's already got laid out what I need to do. We've got these four clients that you need to send videos out to. We got these contracts. So I know all the videos going out for those contracts. If I need to do mortgage coaches, I've got those ready. 
they take care of some of the handwritten note cards, but I've got theme days every day of the week on my team. So I know when I come in Monday, this is what I'm planning to do. Tuesday, this is my, what I'm doing. And the team knows that as well. We kind of have an idea of what our marketing plan is. So I am every day, I'm going into, um, I'm going into social media, I'm going into Facebook. I'm not spending a lot of time, but I'm going in there and I'm organically growing that, making some comments, friending some people. I try to do a, one to two posts a day on Facebook. I'm trying to do a couple of videos throughout the week, not too many to oversaturate it. I've got my calls to do. So I have my day scheduled. I've got my appointments scheduled in advance. If I've got a lunch or dinner or something, I've got that scheduled weeks in advance. So I try to control my day as much as possible. Things do pop up that I have to you know, react to, but I try to schedule it as best I can. So that way I know when I'm done and when I can leave and I can feel good about myself. But you know, things pop up, but I try to run that. I try to be as scheduled as I can with what I do. So that's really impressive. I, I want to take one step back though. So we were, we were discussing what you've done in the last three and a half-ish months with, with social media and yeah. just opening up and getting yourself out there. But, and, and you've mentioned some of the strategies that you've been using, but what have the results with that been? How has that changed your business, the perception in your community with realtors? Oh, how, how, is, how are you different now because of that? DC, who's, you know, next level, was my original coach working with him. He said, when we first started talking before the November event in Vegas, you know, I told him kind of what I, what I wanted to do with video. And so he was pushing me to, you got to do video and social media. He said, Alan, you know, your business is relationship-based. You're the local lender. You need to be a rock star in your community. He said, you've got to start doing videos about that. And, you know, the talk about, you know, how many are going to be business related, how many are going to be personal related. So I just came back and, you know, came up with some ideas. And, and a lot of it was truly copying what some other people had already done. I found one, you know, KT that you did or Sean you did or Shane did. And I basically said, I don't know. I'm not, I can't come up with the content. I mean, I'm kind of scared to do it to begin with. But I said, if I can watch your video today, I can get up and walk outside shoot a video and come back in and just, it's me talking and upload it. And if you just did it, doggone it, I'm going to do it. So I just came in and started doing just some small videos. And it started out with literally 10 or 10 people watched them. Then 40 people watched them, then 50 people. Then when I started figuring out about daily, multiple daily posts, and then I realized more people were seeing it because of the way I was handling the engagement and now the average post, and granted, this is not big for some of the huge people, on YouTube, but for me, if I, I did a post yesterday and I think I had 700 people watch that within four hours. Now, for a guy that had never done video before, that blows me away because I'm thinking 700 people watched a video that at the end of it did have my name, Alan Christian Mortgage Team, blah, blah, blah. How much would I've had to spend in a mailer to get that? But the engagement from it's huge. So, you know, and now they're into the thousands that are people that are watching them. And now the, the, the thing that I, when I realized the change was when I showed up at a community event, when I showed up at church, when I showed up at the soccer field and somebody came up to me and says, oh my gosh. And, and they came and said my name. And granted, we were friends on Facebook, but did I really know them? Not that much. But they came and said, oh, Alan, I saw your video yesterday. That was awesome. I love whatever it was. And I had about 10 of those in one day that just came up and they saw it. They, and I'm thinking, you watched my video? 
really? And then they were commenting back and then they were saying, I didn't know that about you. That's really cool. I used to do this. So it was organically, I was establishing and putting myself out there that, you know, we're always trying to find what's that one connector with our realtor so that I can use that to establish a relationship. Well, I went the other direction. Why don't I start putting things out about myself that maybe they will find the connector? And then they started reaching out. But when I had about 10 different people come up to me and said, Alan, man, you're like, literally, you're like the rock star. I'm like, man, that's what I was trying to accomplish. And they mentioned about being in the community. So now I'm trying to do everything locally, but my name's known. People are watching my video. They know I'm in the industry. It's, just, it's been overwhelming just how exciting I'm to think y'all are watching, you're seeing. I know every day when I pop a, te- a text out or excuse me, a, a picture out on Facebook or I do a video a couple times a week and I can look back and say a thousand people watch that and then I'm seeing where they're sharing it. I couldn't get that before. So it has changed my perception in the community. I walk in a room and people are coming up to me now. So yeah, I'm kind of like the local rock star, which is what I want to do because I just want to be known in my community and say he's also the local mortgage expert. Go to him. So it's been great. Yeah, I'd have to disagree with you on one thing. You're not okay. kind of the local rock star. You are. <laughs> oh, oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, you, and you want to be the mayor in your town, Alan. That's what yeah. it is. Like, you want to be, like, likable. You're already likable. You want to be a face that everyone recognizes. And most people are thinking, oh, my gosh, you're an authority because you said you were. That's right? exactly right. That's right. You're the expert because you said you are, and everybody knows you now. And yeah, and really what's happening, and this is where it starts paying big dividends is in six months from the time you start, because people aren't ready to buy right then. You're buying brain cells from people in your community right? that when the word mortgage comes up, that the name Alan follows right behind it. Right. Okay. Now, this is one way of marketing. Like, this is one thing to do. This isn't saying, hey, put all of your time, energy, and efforts into social media. There are other marketing legs as well that you need to have incorporated in your business. But to be, to put yourself out there and to brand yourself locally, it's very inexpensive. You are winning against the million dollar budgets that you see from the Quicken Loans and the Rocket Mortgages and, you know, the big name mortgage companies out there because they can't beat local, right? They can't. We've got home field advantages, loan officers in our marketplace that they don't have, right? And this is where we win, guys. We win on our home turf. See, Alan's writing that down. He's like, man, that's so good. I'm going to write Dude, that I, That's going in my script. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you know, so we, have, we have home field advantage, and so if you're a loan officer, listen to this, like, like, know that. Because people would prefer to do business with people that are local. And you know what? They'll even pay a little bit more money for it. Mm-hmm. not believe that, but they will. Yep. So, so Kenneth, I'm going to ask you to send us off in just a minute. But, Alan, I got one more question for you. So you've done all of this organically. How, how much money uh, have you spent in, in the last three or four months to get all this going for yourself? Okay. I spent $80 on this Yeti mic. The webcam is a $60 Logitech. I have a little lamp sitting in front of me and that's it. And I'm doing a class on, you know, videos and bomb bomb next week. It's like, what does it cost to get started? You really need a mic. You audio is more important than video quality. So I got a mic. 
I did get a lavalier mic for my phone, um, which was like 20 bucks. I got this little uh, tripod for my phone. So when I'm out in front of a house, I pop it up on my car or something like that. So it was very minimal. Less than 300. Is that oh, fair? gosh. Oh, oh, absolutely. And the thing was, I was just committed, but I knew if I went ahead and invested in it, I don't want to send out crap because then they're just not going to want to look at it. And I said, I'm doing this. It is a very small investment. But here's what I thought. If I did a mailer to a thousand people in my database, it may cost me eight hundred to nine hundred dollars to do it nice. Well, I just spent three hundred dollars for all of this stuff and did one video last week that fifteen hundred people have watched so far, and it was you know decent quality, but I didn't have to go buy some fancy deal. It was it was cheap, so it's you know very very small, but the returns are incredible. Return on investments pretty solid there for you. Completely. Yeah, completely. Cool. Well, hey, Alan, and I can't thank you enough for spending some time with us today, being real, being honest. And uh, for y'all listening, I mean, just pick any one of the 10 things Alan shared that you want to go implement and do right now and, and help your business out. Thanks for being real, Alan. I appreciate you. Appreciate you guys. Humble to be here. Yeah. Thank you very much, Alan. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's nice to have real conversation with real people about what's really going on in their business. So thank you. Uh, so closing us out, like check it out. Like, like just take a moment, grab a pen. If you're driving down the road, pull over for just a second. This isn't going to take a second. Like stay in the conversation with us. And you can do that by texting the word next level to three, six, two, six, zero. This is our free next level app. It's got all of our updates and schedules and things that we're going to be doing, places we're going to be going to, uh, um, you know, to have conversations about helping loan officers go from where they're at in their business to going to the next level or going from A to, you know, really A to K as quickly as possible. Because let me tell you something, man, you're going to pay for it one way or the other. You're going to pay for it in trial and error and sweat and tears doing it on your own or you're going to pay for it by getting plugged into a conversation through a coaching platform of some kind is going to get there a lot faster. We're in the trenches, guys. We're here to help. We look forward to maybe working with you or seeing you at one of our upcoming events. And until then... Oh, wait, Kenneth. Yes. There's one more thing that's that's on that app that they have access to on there. What's that? But there's probably a whole lot of other podcasts on there, very valuable information yes. that, that you can download and listen to right on, the, right on your that smartphone you got in your hand right now. There you go. Awesome. Well, guys, we'll see you on the other side. Y'all make it a great day and we'll talk to you again soon. See y'all.